Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show. Discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Dancing! Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rocking M app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. Line. Leaves it back for Libby Cura. Hoists a triple and puts it in. The fourth three of the season for Libby Cure. Salas quickly into the front court. Bounces it to Chenette. Free throw line extended near side. Makes the handoff. Goes right to the bucket with the left hand. Dunks it down. The left-handed flush for Noah Chenette. Dumps it down to the big man. McNair to Finister. Tyler for another three in the corner. Good again. Tyler Perry with now 20 points. 10 seconds to play. Furphy has it at the top. Out to Harris. A lob to Dickinson. Deep catch. Juggles. Shoots. He scores! Kansas takes the lead! Stidham looks left. Throws the ball. The crossing round is caught by Judy. Judy shifts out of the tackle to the 10. Makes a move to the 5. Spins out of a tackle! Touchdown, Denver! Stick wants to throw it. He's going to pump fake it. Scramble! He's hit! And goes down and fumbles it! Picked up by Mike Edwards! Edwards at the 30! Room to run! Amena who knocks it out, and Edwards trying to get a defensive score. 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City. And with that, we say good Monday morning, everybody. It is the morning blitz on just 102.5 U-Rock today. No AM 730, Fox Sports, Tri-State, and for good reason, one, mind you, with I don't know what they're called. I've heard Joel Navarro, our good producer, our good uh, guy back there in the in the Colby Studios this morning, talk about Winter Storm 2024, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but we have uh, with the big storm that everyone I know is tracking and, and is following along with. And so uh, with that all going on, we're just on 1025 Rock AM 730 Fox Sports Trice. There will be a simulcast all day long of what's going on with the radio stations in Colby on AM 790 X, And also, of course, um, on Hot Country 97.9. So you're going to hear country music on AM 730, Fox Sports Tri-State, all day long today because Joel's going to be there keeping everybody up to date on the weather situation. Everyone will be kind of popping off and on in, uh, updating people on what's going on with the weather situation. If you are living under a rock, a big snow <laughs> system is coming. Uh, it may not look like it right now. Temperatures uh, are going to be very, very cold, not only today, but really look ahead to the end of this week and into the weekend, single-digit highs. But snow anywhere from, golly, it's jumped anywhere from 3 to 10 to where I've seen now from 4 to 13 inches of snow. No one really knows what's going to happen, but it's better to just be safe than sorry. And so that's what's going to be happening today. Uh, so with, with kind of our programming on our radio stations, if you're sitting there wondering, where is Curtis, where is all this stuff, well... We're just trying to be extra safe, be extra precautious, and that's why I have all these certain things going on. But the two knuckleheads who talk sports still found a way <laughs> to put it on the air today and be with you through this winter storm, at least give you an hour reprieve from all the winter talk and storm talk, and we will be discussing plenty of sports here coming up over the next hour or so. So 
Uh, Christian is there. I am here, and we are glad to be with you, as we always are here on what is a very snowy and wintry Monday. Um, do want to once again back to Storm Twenty Winter Storm Twenty Twenty Four. The best place to go, not only of course to your radio to find local good information news about this storm, but also nwksradio.net and NWKS Radio on Facebook. Christina keeps those up to date very, very well. Um, if you're if you were thinking you were going to school today, don't worry, you're not. I feel pretty confident if you're in the <laughs> listening area, you're not going to school today. Uh, all schools were pretty much canceling last night uh, with mm-hmm. no snow on the ground. And really, you could probably get to school right now if you wanted to. You know, when I was checking the weather right now, I mean, it's, I would say, maybe a half inch of a, of a dusting of snow, maybe three quarters of an inch of a dusting of snow. So not a lot of snow really going on uh, at this point in time. But um, at the same time, it's better to be safe than sorry, because I think by the time school would get out at 2 or 3 o'clock oh, yeah. in the afternoon, it'd probably be pretty bad. So... Uh, just keep that in mind as we push forward here today. And once again, nwkissradio.net, our closing and cancellations tab. You can find all that information. You can text the word closings to our text line. And so, yeah. By the way, if you want to hit us up on our text line, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, 785-899-2222. Number be part of the Morning Blitz if you'd like to uh, give your thoughts and comments uh, throughout the show. We'd love to hear from you here. But, uh, Christian, how was the weekend? How, how are you doing this morning? It was good. It was good. Uh, I will say, big. I'm doing well, but a big shout-out to Joel Navarro. If you're listening on any stations, you'll hear a lot from him today. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people, there were a lot of words used this weekend. Some people were worried. You know, people got to be prepared, stay home. Curtis Duncan texted in our group chat earlier, keep everything charged, which is a smart idea. But one word that I only heard uh, from Joel, a feeling that I got, was excited. <laughs> this man is, I think what he said was prepped for war. Um, if, if you're thinking about, oh man, I can't go to work or I can't go here or here because I might get snowed in, not be able to leave. Uh, Joel is well prepared for that. He is uh, has insisted uh, that he is ready to sleep at the radio station. In fact, he uh, made very clear to me that he called dibs on one particular couch uh, that he feels is better than the others uh, in terms of sleeping arrangements. So he's ready. He's, he's good to go. No, it's, it's, it's great. And we're ready to go. We're here for you too. Um, you know, and so if you have, once again, thoughts, comments, questions, hit the text lineup and keep listening to your family of Rockingham uh, media stations. We'll keep you up to date with everything going on with winter storm, 2024, something like that. I do like that. I'm, so, I'm glad we've given I it don't a know. Name. Let's just give it a name. And then the next will be Winter Storm 2.0 2024 or something like that. But uh, anyway, we are here to give you a reprieve from the Winter Storm, at least for the next 45 minutes or so, talking a little bit of sports here on 1025 U Rock. And uh, the way we like to kick things off on a Monday, well, we love to do it with our uh, weekend winners and losers. And um, unfortunately, uh, I do not have the audio for the winter for the weekend winners and losers open at this point in time. It's just not working for some reason. So we're just going to go dry. Go ahead. Weekend winners and <laughs> losers. So with that being said, Christian, who is your first winner of the weekend here uh, from I've this past weekend? I've, nice, I, I've uh, got a, I've got a, I've got a, I'll just say your first weekend. We've got quite a few winners. I'm sure. Who do you got? Mm, I well, I'm going to start by saying I like to feel. Um, that I am usually a pretty positive person. I think um, most of the time I have more winners than I do losers. That's not the case this weekend. I think I found more easily 
uh, some losers. I think I've got one or two more losers than I do winners, and usually it's a pretty landslide victory in terms of the winners. So I, I don't know how to feel about this weekend. Uh, but I do have uh, the Chiefs as my opening winner, hmm. uh, and this may strike some people as odd. I know that um, what happened on the field this weekend didn't really matter um, going in and doesn't really matter now. Uh, but I do have them as a winner because you get to host the Dolphins. And frankly, uh, between the Dolphins and the Bills, I feel uh, that Miami is a little bit less of a dangerous team at this moment. You beat them earlier this season. Granted, that was in Germany. You were kind of playing uh, maybe a little bit better ball than you are right now. Uh, but Miami has lost back-to-back games ending this season, heading into the postseason here, neither of which saw them top 20 points, 14 last night and then 19 a week ago. Granted, that was against the Ravens. Uh, obviously, it would have been nice uh, to get the two seed to play the Steelers and, you know, the roller coaster ride of awful that is their offense. Uh, but as far as wild card options heading into this weekend in the poisons you had to pick there, and again, Miami's not a bad team. I'm not knocking them or the speed they have on the outside, how dangerous that offense is and can be. But I think of the options you had, Miami's probably the team that you want to face. And I think that at least I would, if I were a Chiefs fan, be taking a little bit of a sigh of relief here that you don't have to face a Buffalo team that is playing ridiculously incredible football right now. The Chiefs definitely got a nice break with Buffalo winning that game last night and what was a really entertaining game. Um, just because Kansas, here's the thing, Miami is beat up. They are dinged up. They've got a lot of guys that are strong. I mean, defensively, they had guys that were carted off the field um, in last night's game. Tyreek Hill, I mean, it's almost like as if they forgot they have other wide receivers because Tyreek Hill, they throw at him every single time and he gets licked and he's getting up limping, it seems like, after every time that happens. Um you know, it's it, it really is setting up nicely for the Chiefs to take, and they get them at home in what's going to be frigid temps. Let's face it, folks, the weather this upcoming weekend, I know it's for the, our listening region, is supposed to be in the single digits, which, let's just face it, even if you're 500 miles to the east, it's still probably going to be close to freezing. Um, and I don't think Miami's probably going to love it that much. So, of all the teams that I guess Kansas City could have drawn. I mean, this one's pretty good, I would think. I would think they'd feel pretty decent about that overall. So, uh, you're right. The Chiefs do get a big win this weekend with that, with that, with the Bills storming back. And, and really, that just leads into a whole nother topic that I know we could spend a whole probably hour on, talking about the NFL playoffs and how it all shook out. I mean, just just think about it from the perspective of you know certain teams. You know, whether it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, who all they had to do was beat the 5-11 and Titans, and they couldn't get it done. And because of that, they end up, you know, missing the postseason entirely, do the Jaguars. The Steelers find a way to come all the way, you know, out of the depths of, of you know, whatever you want to call it, and find a way to make the postseason. So that was amazing from the Steelers' perspective. It really just tu- truly was impressive. Uh, and seeing how that all shook out, how it all played out, and 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 we'll get to my one of my losers of the weekend is one of these NFL teams. Uh, but but yeah, I mean it was it was so interesting to see how it all. I mean think about the Bills, they they 
they came from being, you know, a team that was probably not even going to make the postseason a few weeks ago with how things were, sorry, well, you know, halfway through the season, looking like they may miss the postseason. They're the number two seed at home, hosting in Buffalo, where the weather can get really bad. And so that's a humongous advantage for them. It, it just, it was a crazy finish to the postseason, especially in the AFC. Uh, and that's what, and guess what? That's what the NFL wants. They want that every single time. They want that fantastic you know, race to the finish, make sure every game matters. So then that way we have the ability to, uh, you know, have entertaining TV and get the numbers driven up and they can charge more for advertising, yada, 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 making more money. There you go. Simple as that. But yeah, uh, Chiefs definitely got a big win, big winner of the weekend. Absolutely. And I, I do have to mention real quick, Ross said uh, the temperatures were going to be bad. He's absolutely right. They are playing Saturday night. First off, it's going to be a 7:15 central kickoff, so you know that's going to make it even worse. But it is a high of 19 Saturday and a low of negative one, and that's during the day, not at night, where the majority of this game will be played. So absolutely, temperatures will have temperatures will be in the single digits. There's no doubt about it oh, on the warmest 100%. side. Um, also, keep in mind, folks. Uh, I want to remind folks that Peacock is where you'll have to watch this game. Um, so it is not going to be available on NBC. So for those who hate streaming, I'm sorry. If you want to watch your Chiefs, you're going to have to download Peacock, pay the six bucks, and watch Peacock. It's uh, in order to get the Chiefs and the and the Dolphins on Peacock. So that's uh, that's what's going to be happening. I know there's going to be a lot. If there's a lot of people throwing fits last night about that, there's going to be a lot of people throwing that about the week. Sorry, that's just the way it's going to be, and we have to get used to this, unfortunately. I'm not happy about it either, but that's just the way it goes. That's the world we are living in. Obviously, that, you know, being in sports media, that's been a topic for a while. There's been a lot more of it, of that talked about than I thought there would be. People are not, obviously, understandably, people aren't happy, but people are a lot more PO'd uh, than maybe I thought that they would be. No, I could go into a whole 10 minute whatever, dissertation on the thoughts of how this is all going in the world of sports and media and stuff like that. So, uh, anyway, I, we, we got to keep moving on here. I'm glad you're listening to the Morning Blitz here on a very snowy Monday morning. Ross Volkmer, Christian Peck, demo with you. We're doing weekend winners and losers. I'm going to go with my first weekend winner, and I'm going to combine two, two local high school programs that I thought were really, really good this weekend. Number one was Goodland Cowboy Boys Basketball, and the other was Colby Eagle Wrestling. And I'm combining these two because, really, they had phenomenal weekends. They really, really did. You could also throw in Oakley Girls Wrestling as well, kind of in this deal, uh, for some just amazing weekends that, that we saw. Uh, first and foremost, the Goodland Cowboys blasted Cimarron on Saturday because the game got pushed back from Friday due to some winter weather that came through the area. Uh, it did not matter. The Goodland Cowboys, despite the odd start, and Coach Mikey Dahl brought this up uh, in his pregame, talking about how, well, we don't know how it's going to be because we're kind of an odd start on a Saturday. Don't know how we'll look. They looked great. 65-26, they blow the doors off of Cimarron as they should have. And the reason why they're a winner of the weekend is not because they beat Cimarron. It's because they're off to a 7-0 start for the first time in over two decades. I, I My records that I have, which are not the most in-depth, but they haven't had a 7-0 start in a very long time for Goodland Cowboy basketball. So they're off to a fantastic start, and they are playing very, very good basketball. And they've done a lot of it at home, and it'll be very interesting to see this next week if we get games in, which I'm assuming we'll get something in at some point in time. Uh, But this winter storm 2024 might throw a wrench into a little bit of that. We'll see. But they've got road games uh, coming up at Hoxie. They've got road games in Hugoton. They've got, of course, the Orange and Black Classic. Who knows where we'll stand by the time the Cowboys return home. I think it's on December... 
I don't know, 30th, or actually might be before that, might be the 28th or something like that. We'll see January where... January 30th? Sorry, January, you're right. Um, we'll see where they sit. Um, I don't know how they'll how they'll play against some... They're going to have some tough competition coming up. They're going to have Hayes High, which will be tough. They'll have Hugoton, which will be very tough games. I don't, I'm not saying you're saying they can't win those games. That's Those are the games where you, where you put yourself on the map and you say, yes, we're a good basketball team, but we beat these teams here. Now we're someone to really pay attention to. Those are the games I'm excited to see. I expect the Cowboys to to win the games that they have so far. They've done that very well for the most part. And now it's time to go up again, and they're going to face some tougher competition. Just want to see how it all shakes out here in the coming uh, in the coming weeks for Goodland Cowboy Basketball. So they're, they're kind of a first co-winner of the weekend. And the other one is Colby Eagle Wrestling. A shout-out to the Eagle Boys. They took first at the Salina South Invitational. There were a lot of big schools there, including... Uh, Abilene, which was, I think, the defending state champ at 4A, and Colby took first. They had a great showing. They had nine top three finishers, so nine top three finishers. I want to repeat that again, and three champions. Ryder Dempenwolf at 113, Tucker Work at 132, um, uh, and then they had another one at 138, uh, So, and I mis- miswrote that down in my notes, but they had a great showing uh, there in Salina, did the Colby Eagle Boys wrestling team. And, and then on the girls' side, uh, they had they went to Norton's J.R. Durham Invitational. They took second. They had nine placers. Two of them were champions, Amanda Yeager at 130 and Morgan Hills at 135. So they were really, really good. So a big shout-out to Colby Eagle Wrestling, both boys and girls finishing in the top two of the respective tournaments that they went to. They were very, very good. A tip of the cap to Hoxie Boys, who placed fourth at a very uh, big school Dodge City tournament. They had five guys place. Uh, in the top three, two were champions, Sam Watkins at 190, ENG and Cola at 120. And then Oakley Girls placed third uh, at Norton's JR Durham Invitational, six placers, three champs, uh, Kylie Hodges at 115, Brooke Smith at 155, Octavia Kane at 170. So they had a really good showing as well. Um, in case people are curious about what happened to Norton Wrestling this weekend, they, they were both boys and girls at Norton's JR Durham Invitational. Goodland would finish... In four, would finish in ninth place on the girls' side. They had four placers: Ariel Rickard third at 105, Lola Burke fourth at 110, Danica Doddle third at 130, and Destiny Gonzalez second at 140. And then on the boys' side, Goodland finished in eleventh place. They had just one placer: Logan Franz at 190. So in case you were curious on how it all shook out there, uh, I do want to give a shout out though to a couple of the champions: uh, Carter Cryer of Oakley and Kike Hernanez of St. Francis. They were champions at the J.R. Durham Invitational as individuals. So. Uh, just a quick look back there at, at some high school wrestling. But, yeah, my first winners of the weekend, Colby Eagle Wrestling, Goodland Cowboy Basketball, those two programs right there, winners of the weekend for how solid they were uh, here this past weekend. Absolutely big, big wins. I mean, obviously, you're absolutely right. Cimarron's not, uh, you know, the most uh, you, you come away from that winning and you kind of expect to. Uh, but a great, great start for both of these programs here in the winter season. All right, who's your set? You have another winner of the weekend, Christian? I know you said you had more losers. Do you have another winner or I no? I do have more losers, but I have, um, well, I, I have three winners, but I think two real good ones here. And the second one uh, is simply college basketball fans. Hmm. And I think that um, I'll, I'll explain, of course, and that is that I think that you got a great great cinematic experience this weekend 10 ranked teams went down there are of course 25 ranked teams 10 of them are ranked well they'll probably a couple of them still be ranked but 
uh, took a loss as we started conference play, and only three of those were because of a ranked-on-ranked matchup, uh, where, of course, one ranked team had to lose. But even outside of that, seven ranked teams beaten by an unranked team uh, in one weekend. I don't know if that's a record or what that is. Uh, and sadly, I was uh, doing some PA for the uh, Trojans basketball uh, on Saturday, so I didn't get to see uh, a ton of these games, but some some very exciting ones. Uh, UConn was not an upset, but barely beat Butler. Purdue took down number nine, Illinois. Uh, Kansas, as I'm sure a lot of fans uh, in the listening area are well aware of, held on to beat TCU. It took a Hunter Dickinson uh, nice little move on a basically through a double team at the end of that game, and he gave up 81 to TCU. That's a whole different discussion. Uh, but it seemed like if you were ranked this weekend, you were in trouble of going down. Ole Miss, number 22, took a loss. Number seven, Marquette, over in the Big East, which saw a couple uh, of ranked teams go down. Uh, number seven, Marquette, beaten by unranked Seton Hall, always a dangerous team. In the Big East, number 16, Clemson lost to number eight, Carolina. Uh, number 12, BYU beaten by Cincinnati, uh, which was a surprise to me. But, hey, they have the same record now, 12 and 2. And that's what Big 12 play is going to do to you. Uh, Utah State taking down Colorado State. And we just got finished uh, on Friday talking about how they maybe have a little bit of an easier schedule remaining. And, of course, Right after we say that, they take a loss uh, in Utah State to open up Mountain West play. Actually, that was their second Mountain yeah, West Yeah, they beat New game. Mexico. and Yeah, New, but mm-hmm. Utah State, by the way, is 14-1. So let, yeah, let's, no, let, very good. <laughs> Not knocking that at all, uh, but that still, uh, a loss to an unranked team. Uh, Charlotte took down FAU. Uh, James Madison lost to Southern Miss. Texas Tech beat number 20 Texas. Uh, number 23, I talked about the other upset in the Big East. Number 23, Providence, lost to Creighton, another one of those Big East programs that always is dangerous. And that just, I feel, uh, is so entertaining. To start conference play, too. Usually, basketball fans are used to getting this a little bit later in January as you get into the swing of things and some teams you know, get tired and you go on the road and sometimes you're not as focused against a conference opponent as maybe you should be. Uh, but when everyone should be focused, the start of play, and you have you know exactly who you're going up against, you've known that this is what's going to open up your season uh, for a while, and you take a whole bunch of losses, a slew all over the board, and part of that is, hey, it's early season college basketball. There are teams that are ranked in the top 10 now that maybe won't be ranked at all by the end of the season, but such is life and such is a very, very exciting start. Uh, to conference play here in college basketball. Yeah, it's 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 going to be great. I think that's one of the reasons why we love. That's why we love basketball. I think as a whole, as a sports community, is because it's not like football, where you know if you're a better team, most of the time the better team is going to win. Where in basketball, you know, just because you're the better team doesn't always guarantee a victory. Um, does not always mean that. And so that's 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 what makes it a little bit exciting, is that you're going to be able to. Uh, you know, to, to have these exciting games and have these upsets. And that's what that's why we love college basketball, I believe, 
because of the possibility of any night that your team steps on the floor, they do have a chance to win most of the time. Unless you are South Carolina State or a really, really terrible basketball program, most of the time when you step on the floor, if you get a guy that gets hot or you guys hit a lot of threes, whatever it may be, you're going to see an upset possibly. And, yes, I'm not surprised. Purdue beat the – I mean, credit to Illinois. They they fought. I watched them that game on Friday night. They fought hard despite not having one of their best players, Terrence Shannon, who's been now out suspended for a while uh, for something that happened off the floor. But they hung tough at a tough place to play in Purdue. And, yeah, it's, just buckle up. This is what college basketball season's about. We'll see number one Purdue fall at some point in time. I guarantee in the regular season, though they've lost once, they'll lose again. Uh, we'll see it happen. We will see it happen. So, uh, yeah, no doubt. College basketball, as you mentioned, Kansas and Kansas State, they get off to one of those starts and Big 12 play in, in opposite fashions. Kansas State blew the doors off UCF. I don't know how good UCF is this year. <laughs> I don't want to speculate. They weren't great. Tyler Perry had 25 points. He shot great, uh, which Kansas State needs to have in order for him to for them to be successful. And, and for KU... You know, I, I, I got to remind myself that even though TCU might not be ranked, TCU is a bugaboo team for Kansas. Every time TCU plays Kansas, TCU seems to have some sort of a spell to where they could either possibly upset the Jayhawks or uh, or it's going to be a close game. And that's exactly what happened at the Fog on Saturday afternoon. That was a lot closer than I think some people thought it was going to be. But give credit to uh, give credit to TCU, and I think honestly, I think I could be wrong. I think that's the way it's going to be a lot in the Big Twelve for Kansas this year. They're going to be in a lot of closer games because I just don't know if they have. We've talked about before. I just don't know if they have the guard play and especially the shooters on the outside to blow the doors off teams like they have maybe in the past. Um, and so other teams might have a little bit of equaling power, an equaling ability to equal up games a little bit there with their ability to score the basketball, especially from the outside. So. And I guess that's just kind of my two thoughts on that. Still, though, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's a one-point loss or a 50-point win. or Sorry, a one-point win or a 50-point win. A win is a win, and in particular in great conference play like it is in the Big 12. And Kansas and Kansas State both off to one no starts. So good for them. So Anyway, that'll do it for our weekend winners. We've got to get to a break. When we come back, we will dive into losers. Christian apparently has a very long list. I really only have two losers. <laughs> I mentioned one of them in the winners segment. There's one big loser as well from this past weekend. So we'll touch on that next. Plenty more to get to here on a Monday morning edition of the Morning Blitz. Right now, snow blowing, 26 degrees. Not going to get much higher than 27 today. You'll want to tune into all of our sister stations throughout the day, keeping up to date on what's going on with Winter Storm 2024. And end of a great place to go for news, for cancellations, updates, and things like that. Also, end of a kiss radio on Facebook. So we'll take a break, come back. More with Weekend Losers coming up in just a moment here on The Morning Blitz.